This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, everybody. The following is a bunch of extra content that was recorded the day that I was live streaming the games portion of episode 86 of the Rado Talks Through podcast. So I figured I'd go on ahead and turn that into a podcast a bit of content for you as well. Hopefully you enjoy. Uh, bear in mind, there will be two moments when this section just skips ahead because crowdsourcery number three and the uh, gameplay portion of episode 86 are already available elsewhere on this feed. So this is just all the extra cutting room floor stuff. Hopefully you enjoy. Here we go. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? Can you see me? Can you hear me? All the normal Twitch checks must happen first. Oops, I forgot to put my ear under my shirt. It's a very bright white shirt for Meeple University. Let me fix that really quick. Alrighty, and apparently I look and sound good. I don't know about that looking good part, but that's very kind of you to say, Flashburn. Hello, hello, Billy Pratt. Hello, Corthane and A.G. Fox. Man, Matt the Levy, who is a jazz aficionado, the likes of which I have never seen before, identifying all of those songs from just those brief piano snippets. That was amazing during the intro. Well done. Uh, Corthane and uh, who else is showing up so far? Uh, Flashburn, I think I already said hello to Flashburn and uh, a Barkerware. Good morning, and uh, yeah, hey everybody. Oh, and first time chatter, terrible gamer. Don't beat yourself up, terrible gamer. I too am a terrible gamer. Uh, just watch any of my videos for instant proof of that. Oh my gosh, Jen and I, we played Red Cathedral with the new expansion the other day. And I was doing okay for most of the game, but towards the end, I made such an insanely bonehead move that pretty much undid like the last five turns I had made. And I got so furious at myself, I had to get up and walk away from the table just so as not to distress Jen. And I had to come back a few minutes later after I had calmed down because I was just such an incredible dummy. So, a terrible gamer. You're not alone. Um, Alrighty. <clears throat> Uh, Flashburn shouts, Ruel! Ruel is not here yet. Or unless Ruel is in the chat. Oh yes, Ruel is in the chat. Good morning, Ruel. Um, yes, uh, you, sir, need to get ready because here's what's happening today, folks. We are here two hours early. Thank you for waking up a bit early. I certainly had to, and I am exhausted because last night I watched the final episode of season four of Stranger Things, which when I started out, I did not realize was a two and a half hour long episode. And, um, I wasn't done with it until almost two in the morning, but it was so compelling. I just watched all the way through, but then... Because I'm, I'm, uh, we're streaming two hours early today so that we can raid Ruel at noon Pacific, two hours from now. I basically got very little sleep last night. So I am running on fumes, but hopefully I'll be able to put on a good show for you all. And there is a lot to do today. I am going to unbox and talk about Takedo Duo today. I haven't played it yet. I was really hoping to get a chance to play it before I filmed. But Jen has been too busy. She's running a... Uh, and an online 
oh, what do you call it? Show, an online show for her glasswares right now on Facebook. That's what she's pretty much been dealing with for the last 20 hours, you know, dealing with customers and all kinds of stuff. So, but yeah, this is very, very cool from what I've read of the rules so far. So we're going to open that. I'm going to talk about why this might... Maybe will it eclipse um, Seven Wonders Duel, also from the same designer? We will see. Then I've got to film uh, the latest episode of Crowd Sorcery, named by you folks. That should only take a few minutes because the whole point of that is it's a quick show. But I think I've got nine games to talk about that are ending over the next couple of weeks. So, But I'm, I'm still practicing trying to get that down to a uh, quick science. And then uh, the main attraction for this part of RTR, Rado then Ruel, is I will be uh, recording the July episode of the Rado Talk Show podcast. And oh my gosh, there were a, last month's, we were a little low on questions, and I really had to lean on you, the live Twitch viewing audience, to help supplement the show. But geez, I don't know if we're going to have time for that today because so many questions showed up to questions at rado.com. So uh, I'll be going deep into a whole bunch of gaming topics. And after that's over, if there's some more time, I'll do a little bit of back and forth with you folks. And then the actual main event of today starts at noon in an hour and 55 minutes from now when Ruel Gaviola and his wife Michelle will be playing Star Realms. I forget the name of it. It's the legacy version of Star Realms, um, which I just launched this morning. And I have to admit, folks, personally, I've said this before, I'm not the biggest fan of Star Realms. Uh it, it, I, I certainly understand why it's so appealing and such a hugely popular competitive deck build. It just wasn't really for me and Jen. But I want to play this one. So, next best thing, you'll get to watch along with Ruel and get a sense for feeling like you're playing. Because whenever he and Michelle do a video together, it is awesome. They are such a great um, on-camera pair. So, you can look forward to that. Mm. Okay. So, let's see. I have now been talking for uh, 13 minutes, or I guess minus 8, and no one has complained yet. So it seems like everything is uh, running A-OK, -okay, no technical issues. People, of course, will still be slowly coming in. And maybe this is going to be a smaller viewer count than normal, since I am two hours earlier than normal. But let's just see here. Oh, I see Korthane is excited about Takedo Duo. You should be. This... This is so good. I, I, I haven't played it yet. But just from having read the rules, I am so incredibly excited about it. I cannot uh, stress just how fantastic it looks. Should I stop? Uh, sh should we just go on ahead and open it? Should I not talk about it, but actually uh, talk to it? Uh, you know, put it on screen? Yeah, let's go on ahead and do that, shall we? Because again, I don't know. I mean, I've got so many podcasts. I don't know how long it's going to take. Normally, I'd want to wait a little bit longer. Let's just see if there's any uh, back and forth I should do. No, okay, Corthane says, open it! Open it! Okay, okay, okay. All right, then um, let me bring over the camera. Hopefully, the camera has not crashed. No, it hasn't. Boop. Okay, Takedo Duo, which as I understand it, I believe this is a solo design from Antoine Bowser, the designer of the original Takedo, and uh, what's the uh, follow-up Takedo? Namiji. And uh, it's a two-player-only game. I don't believe there's a solo mode, which is too bad. Thank you, Terrible Gamer, for subscribing, by the way. That's awesome. That gets us one step closer to unlocking more content for the channel. Hooray! Um, so yeah, uh, actually, and speaking of more content, next week, Ruel and I will be back together live for another episode of the R&R, &R, and we'll be here at the regular noon time. 
Anyway, though, let's see here. Let's talk about Takedo Duo. Um, now, I should say, this is a prototype, even though it looks from the outside like the full finished version of the game. It even has, I don't know, is this a real UPC code? I guess it must be. Uh, this is a prototype box, so the contents are prototype. But they told me at FunForge, uh, when they emailed me about it and asked if I wanted to cover it, and I said, yes, please. I mean, Seven Wonders Duel was so amazing. Isn't it in the top 10 or top 20 of Board Game Geek? And deservedly so. So, Antoine Bowser revisiting another one of his all-time classics, turning it into a player game. That's a big deal. So anyway, so they sent me a prototype. They said everything, none of this is final. I mean, some of this is handmade and put together, but it is representative of the final game. So... All I have done is I had opened it up and I have read the rules. I have not pulled any of this stuff out. You can see, yeah, the prototype box. Once you get into the prototype area, the tape is starting to come loose. But um, And the rules are a work in progress. But they're pretty straightforward. I was just uh, reminding myself of how they work this morning. Uh, credits, Antoine Bowser. There we go. So let's just go on ahead and get the new board out. Do-do-do. Boop. Oh, it's a wee little board. It's an adorable little board. Okay. And, I mean, obviously has that famous Takedo vibe, you know, with the all plain, clean white. And the thing is, you might look at this and say, oh, like Takedo, yeah, look, there's a there's a time track on the outer um, portion of the board. That is true. Let's see. It's a two-player game, so I guess one player plays the white meeples, and you've got your merchant and your poet and your traveler, I guess. And what's the other player color? The other player color, in my prototype anyway, is a dark brown, it would seem. Okay. And, um, what the heck? Oh, looks like uh, the white bag exploded in the box. So here's all the stuff the players get right out of the gate. Um, little tokens with, and um, I have to admit, I haven't read all of the particulars yet. I know each player gets three of these boards because unlike regular Takedo, you are not controlling one character. You're controlling three. One of them is uh, the Pilgrim, I believe. And I don't know. I don't remember which one is which. Actually, maybe I can look and get this right. All right. Um, right. Okay. Yeah. So this one apparently is the Pilgrim. This one walks on the outer edge clockwise and is the closest thing to regular Takedo. And let's see here. This is the merchant. You can see uh, carrying that little uh, backpack on their back. They move around um, between these inner mountain villages and the coastal villages. So they travel around, coming up into the mountains to gather resources and then deliver them down. Or maybe it's the other way around. Maybe they gather resources at the water and then deliver it up to the mountains. I don't remember which, but they are moving around on a completely, effectively, a completely different board. And they might have a little bit of overlap with the pilgrim who is just walking along the coastline doing more traditional Takedo type things. And then there is the third player, the artist. And the artist is on a third board, which is to say they move um, not on a trail. They follow their own path. So they are moving around from space to space like this, uh, not following any of the established roads. And, of course, the other player has uh, three as well and um, got uh, markers for keeping track of stuff. So there, the way this works is... Oh, oh here we go. Okay, oh, yeah, here. I was afraid. There's a big old bag of stuff. We got a bag of stuff, you know, money and, um, you know, various special powers we get and all that. But the most important thing is these dice. Oh, and I should say, as part of setup, each player 
has three cards that represent the progress of their three characters. Because it's like you're playing three simultaneous games of Takedo at the same time. Uh, the merchant making money, the artist, this is not a spear, uh, but a walking stair. Actually, it looks like, uh, you know, basically, uh, you know, finding works of art. And then the uh, pilgrim doing stuff on the outskirts. So each player has their own set of three things that they keep track of their progress depending on who they're moving. But who do they move? Well, when it's your turn, you roll these three dice. Um, one of the dice is for each of the characters. And as the lead player, you'll say, oh, you know what? I really want to move, uh, say I'm the brown player, I want to move my artist. So I will take the artist and I will move him exactly two spaces, one, two, and I'll come over here and interact with that area. Then the other player says, oh, okay, well, you've left me with the merchant or the pilgrim. So which one is it going to be? I'll move my pilgrim two steps. One, two, come over here to this ocean front and do that. And now it's a drafting, a dice drafting game. That left the uh, merchant for me. Uh, so I'm now going to move my merchant. What's like? I'll go one, two, three, and come down there. And, and and then after that's over, the other player takes the three dice, rolls the three dice, gets to pick two of the three movement, and then the other player chooses one. I love this. This sounds so incredibly cool. With each one of these characters on effectively a different board, all tied into one thing, because there's three different areas that these people move in, doing different objectives every round, a tense and tight dice draft. I'm desperate to get something. Uh, but will you take the die or will you leave it for me? Uh, the other thing, too, you have to move exactly what the die tells you. You can't say, oh, I'm moving up to four. If you take this for your pilgrim, your pilgrim will move four, whether you like it or not. So there can be some angst there as well. And that's the basic, that's uh, the gameplay in a nutshell. And uh, what do we got in here? We've got in the bag, oh, we've got uh, various artifacts and whatnot that can be picked up as well. I think those are by the pilgrim on the outskirts. Oh, no, no, I think these are the mercantile items that the merchant is bringing and selling to make money. And the more sales they make, the more. But again, each player is doing different stuff. And this seems so cool to me. I cannot wait to give this a go. And as I understand it, I don't think it's going to be available until much later. Like Essence Spiel, October time. Um, but... I'm definitely, before the week is out, I'm going to get a chance to play this with Jen once she's done with her current glass show she's doing on Facebook right now. And I can't wait. Because, you know, again, um, you know, Takedo, I know a lot of people love it. For me and Jen, as a two-player game, it was a little bit too cutthroat. Uh, you know, each of us sharing control over that third character whose sole purpose was to mess with each other. Here, I love dice drafting. Uh, you know, and on my turn, getting to take two, leaving one for you. But, I mean, I, I pick one, then you have you, you still have choice, you still have agency, and then you leave me one of the other ones. Will I be able to make use of it? The first one I take, knowing that I'll get one of the other two and have to be prepared for that. That all sounds very cool. And considering how amazingly popular Seven Wonders Duel came when Antoine Bauza took one of his other most popular game and turned it into a two-player um, you know, uh, battle of wits, I think this is going to be a really, really big deal as well. And so we have finished the first portion of the show today, folks. Uh, did that make sense? How did that look? Uh, again, I, I wish I'd had a chance to play it before... So I could go a bit more into detail about what all the different characters do. But man, it sounds very, very cool. Let's see. Have I lost you yet? Nope, nope. Everybody's still here. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. October. I, I could be wrong about that, but that's my understanding. It's interesting. They actually, um, they, they sent it to me. What is this? This is July. 
He got to me really, really early and asked, could you have your video ready by October? And I'm like, yeah, I think I can pull that off. Um, so apparently, I'm, I'm going to double check with them if they don't want me to put the video up a little bit earlier in August or something like that, rather than wait, because I've got it. And, you know, and the sooner I film it, the sooner I can put this prototype into the mail so we can go to some other channel and there can be more coverage for it. So... I'm going with October mostly because they asked, could you have your video ready by October? So I'm assuming this is intended to launch at Essence Spiel, but that's that's what I got, folks. And, um, oh man, I just saw... I just saw a full screen screen. So this camera, folks, um, a couple of weeks ago, right before we left for, Aga, or, or, uh, for Alaska... I ordered um, a new webcam, the Avermedia AW15 or something like that. This is a $300 webcam. Supposedly, it's the best one in the world. I hooked this up the other day to replace that, and this started glitching too. So, what I now know is, the glitches I see from time to time have nothing to do with the camera. Concerning the fact that it did it with this in the same way, it has everything to do with my computer. Um, when I plug this in... I, and I was trying it. I was actually doing a video render at that moment. So a lot of system resources were gobbled up. So basically, every time there's a glitch like that, I can only assume that means the computer is being stressed too hard. Or, I don't know, maybe maybe it's the USB jacks. Maybe? Anyway. Um, it's just going to be a quirky little thing. And I'm still trying to decide whether I'm going to return this or not. Uh, it is a very, very high-quality camera, but I don't know that it's really that much better than the uh, Briard already had. And since I'd gotten it to solve a problem that it doesn't solve, I don't know if it makes sense to keep a $300 camera for... I mean, it has a wider field of view. This has a 90-degree field of view. This has a 100-degree field of view. But that doesn't help me because I'll just have to zoom in because you'll end up seeing all the junk. I mean, if I were to zoom out, if I were to tip this camera up, you would just see, oh, it's just a bunch of... I mean, this all looks very nice. Everything that is within the confines of this camera looks well-ordered and uh, presentable. And then right off camera, things just explode into disorder and chaos, uh, which I suspect I'm probably not the only person like that out there. Uh, but anyway... Let's see. Alrighty. Yeah, okay. Uh, you, you're still here. Everything seems to be going okay. Then let's move on to the next portion of the show. I have to record. Although, man, I'm making good time, aren't I? I reckon it's probably going to be an hour or so of podcast questions. Maybe a little bit less, depending on how long I linger. And we got to be done at noon. So, and in theory... I was just about to start crowd sorcery, but that will only take a little bit. Um, uh, because it's supposed to be a quick show. Five to ten minutes. What the heck? Let's just get it done. And then let's get the podcast done. And if there is time left over, uh, well, we can uh, we can see what we can see. We can do some Q&A. Or maybe it'll mean that your audience questions can make it into the podcast as well. I probably should stay on target. Honestly, I'm just zipping along so quick. Alrighty, so let me get this out of... Or should I keep this on the screen the whole time? No. Because I don't think it'll make much sense to have this on the table during crowd sorcery, which is about crowdfunding games, and this is not a crowdfunding game. This is going direct to retail. So let's just go on ahead and put it away. Bye-bye, Takedo. I mean, what'd you folks think? Did it sound cool? Am I the only one incredibly excited about this? I mean, to me, this seems like such a really neat design. I love dice drafting. I love the spare and elegant 
presentation of the original game. I love the idea of three different characters comp doing three completely different sets of activities on effectively three different boards, all on one board. I mean, everything about this game seems very, very cool to me. Alrighty. Boop, boop. Bye-bye, duo. Okay, then. Let's make sure that the browser is still set up correctly. All right, what do I need? I need you. All right, yeah, there's Board Game Geek. And spoiler alert, the first game I'm going to talk about is Colossus. So I'll be able to talk about that. All right, everything seems fine. What do I need? Oh, I need, um, I need the keyboard, of course. Because I need to put the dates for the games on screen. That's fine, right? The first game I'm going to talk about ends tomorrow, July 20th. It only has, what, what, let's see, what does it say it has right now on the countdown? It has 22 hours to go. So, actually, normally my intention is record this crowdsource game live for you with you folks on a Tuesday and then put it up on Wednesday, but not this week. After I'm done and while Ruel is playing Star Realms, I'm going to have to turn the crowdsourcery thing into a standalone show and post it immediately because Colossus seems pretty cool, I have to say. So let's take that back off, but be ready to put it back on for the browser with the date down there. And, um, right, and so then I've got the talking head over here. All right, and I still do not have any kind of logo or splash screen or anything for crowd sorcery, which is kind of a problem. I really do need to get to work on that. Um, what if I did a, do you get anything if you do a Google image search for crowd sorcery? Sorcery, I'm sure not. Images, you get, well, you get me. Um, yes, if you do that. I guess not surprisingly, I guess it, that means it's working, right? You uh, get Rotto Runs Through. Uh, although, oh, apparently, Crowd Sorcery, apparently there's been some political ads about Crowd Sorcery or something like that. But yeah, right off the bat, Rotto Runs Through comes up. Hey, oh, what just happened? What just happened? Wesseloid, resubscribing. You've been with me for five years. Nice shave. Yes, thank you. Another thing I had intended to get done um, before going live today was a haircut because uh, this is getting a little bit too uh, long to keep under control. But that was the plan yesterday. The plan yesterday was play Takedo Duo, shave, haircut, and I did one of those three things. I only got the shaving done. Um, with a brand new razor, uh, courtesy of Amazon Prime Day, because the one I'd had before was really starting to give up the ghost. It was getting so painful to use. You may have noticed I was getting really uh, beardy in some of the recent videos. But anyway, yeah, so... Yeah, I'm not going to try right now to make an image. I just need to have everybody blah, 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 crowd sorcery, and then I come back to me. And then we say, hey, we don't have much time. We're just here to talk about games that are ending, some of them very, very soon. So, uh, time is fire in which we burn. Without further ado, let's go. And then I bring up the first one. Oh, which means I have to push. Right, so that's ready to go. Then I bring up the first one. Let's talk about Colossus. And I hit Control S, and that puts the date down at the bottom of the screen. Okay, I am set. I am ready to go. And so far, other than one little video glitch, everything seems to be moving along okay. Uh, alrighty then. Yeah, I see Bakerware loves the idea of two-player games. It makes it easier when you can't get the crew together. Uh... Honestly, the weird thing, I'm not that big a deal for me, uh, two-player games, because for me, the crew is always together. 
I'm always over going to be playing two-player games. So, but I, I I appreciate they definitely work fill a certain need for a lot of folks, and I do think that is great. And this looks like it's going to be very very cool. I cannot wait to play it. So, all right, we are ready to go. Crowd Sorcery. This is going to be episode number three, I think, right? Yes. And my apologies for folks who have been enjoying the Crowd Sorcery. Episode two, which I filmed on the road uh, in Alaska with my laptop webcam, was not ideal. I did not realize until after I'd uploaded and posted it that there were all the audio problems. I was mostly just concerned with the video. I thought the audio would be fine, but ugh. But, ho- but everything should be good now. Everything's going fine because I'm back home where everything is just set up and just works, minus the little uh, video glitches every once in a while. So, all right. Mm. Anything going on? Nope. You folks are all doing fine in the chat. So let me just get this done. Lickety split. And am I ready to talk about all these games? Nine of them. The previous two episodes of CrowdSource, we only had seven a pop. But this time I've got nine and more that I have not played than before. But no, I think, I think I've got something to say about all of them. I think I'm ready to go. <clears throat> but folks, you're here live. Uh, I might screw up. Um, the last time I did this, when I recorded episode one, I think I had to start like three or four times before I finally got a rhythm. Hopefully that won't be the case now, but it's still a new show for me. So we'll see if I can get my rhythm. What am I going to say? I'm going to say, hey, everybody, welcome to Crowd crowd Sorcery, where we are... Actually, I don't even have an opening patter. What do I say? I don't want to flounder around like an idiot. Welcome to Crowd Sorcery, where um, I'm going to bring... I'm going to tell you all about the best crowdsourced games that will be closing in the next two weeks. It's the Crowd Sorcery. So, uh, some of these are closing. One of them is closing tomorrow. One of them is closing on August 3rd. I'm going to be doing them in order. This all sounds fine. I don't need to prep. I'm clearly I'm saying the right thing. Let's see. Oops, but I should probably take that off the screen, shouldn't I? Yes, I really should not leave a random chat bubble on screen during the entire show. That would not be good. Um, oh, where I show you the magic of the upcoming crowdsource game, says Wessel Lloyd. Is that too on the nose? I I mean, you're right. That 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 is the point, right? Where I bring you the magic of board game crowdsourcing. Ah. I mean, I'm really not a particularly punny person, and I wonder if that is just too direct. I mean, if it's better to leave the crowdsourcery pun just unstated, because I'm 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 starting to say, hey, I'm talking about crowdsourced games, hence the name crowdsourcery, without actually having to say, um, we're, I probably should, I probably should lean into it. I should probably get a wizard hat and uh, and whatnot. Uh, when it boils right down to it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay, and now I've convinced you, and you suggested that it's too on the nose, so I will not be doing silly. I, I, I have to admit, in the in 10 years I've been doing this show, I have never tried to be silly. I figure, hey, you know what? Shut up and sit down, and no pun included, they've got that cornered, the idea of actually trying to tell interesting and engaging jokes. I just try to just... Talk a mile a minute, keep the energy up, keep the enthusiasm up, but not be funny, necessarily. That's just... Oh, and Mother's Murph, yeah. Yeah, they're, of course, they are hilarious. Honestly, you know, considering how entertaining they are and how they will often make me laugh out loud, I would just be embarrassed trying to purposely do anything funny. Yes, and as Wes Lloyd points out, apparently, I, occasionally I am silly too, but it's completely organic and natural as opposed to me trying to actually make with the yucks. So, yeah, I think then we'll just leave it at that. We are ready for the show. And again, I don't have to, I mean, this is just a, this is like a five minute, eight minute show. Mm. Oh, what's this legend? 
Ledger's DM says that they bought a glass-cut necklace for my wife at Dice Tower Wets after um, beating me in claim to player. Uh, and the girlfriend wears the cat necklace every day. That is cool. I have to admit, I barely remember... I, I played Claim with, like, I don't know, three or four people at the show. And you must have been one of them. And I barely remember it at all. The game did not really leave a strong impression with me. I am planning on playing it this month with Jen. But since I since I've gotten this, I've discovered Jen and I, we just don't enjoy trick takers very much because they're all about just trying to trick. Literally, I know that it's you're supposed to be taking tricks, but really, the heart of a trick-taking game is trying to trick the other player into um, you know, um, you know, putting themselves in a corner and you know, just uh, you know, stifling them all the time. So, I'll play it a little bit more, but I I, I hopefully you had a good time. Uh, and I'm glad you're enjoy- or your girlfriend is enjoying the necklace, Legends. That's awesome. Okay. Oh, yeah, West Lloyd points out for Northwood, a solo trick taker. Yeah, honestly, that, I mean, that looks really, really cool. That's, I think, more my speed at this point. I would totally cover that. All righty. Um, oh, and apparently I stared you down in the, uh, in the selfie pic we took afterwards. I'm sorry, I don't remember any of those legends. It's all a blur right now. The only thing I remember about Dice Tower West is our flight leaving Vegas being canceled for 48 hours, us having to do a massive mad dash and incur incredible huge costs to switch to a different airline. And the original airline, uh, Southwest, still hasn't reimbursed us. And at this point, we think they're just never going to. Um, ugh. So, Less said about Dice... I mean, it's not Dice Tower West's fault, uh, but, yeah, I think uh, Southwest definitely lost a couple of customers that day. Or, But yeah, hope springs eternal. We'll see. Okay, so... Um, I am going to record Crowd Sorcery, Episode 3. We're going to do that right now. And then um, we'll take a breather for a second, and then we'll do the podcast. Okay. Everything's going uh, pretty good so far. Everybody can see Meeple University, the channel I'm representing. Uh, Stella and Tarrant are awesome. If you haven't checked them out, go uh, like and subscribe them. They are good people. I look forward someday to making it down under to go play some games with them. All right. That's not the there. Okay, so. Whew. But you know what? The problem with this is... Oh, actually, I, I, when I went to their merch store to get a shirt most of their stuff had like really tiny little icons or they they you know like a neat little graphics they did that didn't really wasn't about them so the only one i could get that was about them was this big ginormous a bit oversized uh long sleeve shirt which is very hot i am going to be right back after i turn on the overhead fan so hang on everybody i'm not even going to turn on the hang on everybody we'll be right back i'm just gonna oh my gosh it's so warm in here oof Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I believe we've done a sound test in the past, and these th- this microphone did not pick up those ceiling fans, which is a lifesaver, quite frankly. That is very good. Okay. How to play Gugong. Um, Linnaeus was just checking out Stella. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, they do great work. I mean, 
mostly, I, I my my favorites is the Stella Short and Sweets. There have been occasionally times when I'm trying to evaluate whether I want to cover a game, and I haven't covered it yet, but Stella has because she got a really advanced early version, and she has just been fantastic for me. That's really what got me to subscribe and start watching. But they're just wonderful folks too. Actually, I did a uh, top ten crossover with Stella and Ella uh, of Ella Loves Board Games and had a great time doing what was it? This is top. I don't remember what top ten it was, but you can just search Verado, um, Ella, and Stella and top ten. Anyway, though, All right. I have put it off long enough. And um, oh, hey, Ryan Courtney, first time chatter. Welcome to the party, pal. I need to get a button that I can push that brings up Bruce Willis, uh, John McClane, um, you know, looking, um, holding the uh, MP5, looking over the window saying, welcome to the party, pal, because I say it all the time. It's one of my favorite quotes. Um, but anyway, in the meantime, welcome to the party, Ryan. Uh, nice to have you here. Oh my gosh, Basso, the heat wave in Europe. Yes, I was watching a uh, video or a couple of videos about that yesterday. Oh, man. Um... Yeah, uh, it's beautiful here uh, in, in the uh, Pacific Northwest right now. Uh, hopefully, you are getting some relief uh, wherever you might be, uh, Bass One Mo. All right, that would be a great. I was just that would be a great one to add. Says Corthane. A great one. What? I don't know. You're distracting me, folks. I'm here to film a show, so I'm going to film a show. Talk amongst yourselves. Also, folks, for for first timers and, and new folks here, if you have any questions for me, I love answering questions. It's what I'm about to do for an hour. My entire podcast is answering questions that have been submitted to questions at Rio.com. I would love to answer your questions as well after I'm done filming the stuff I'm here to film. So if you have any questions, by all means, submit them in the chat right now, but do it by starting your question with a question mark. Because if you do that, it puts it in a special queue to ensure that I do not miss the question. So, while I'm doing crowd sorcery, while I'm doing the podcast, if, if any questions pop up, if this makes you think, well, wait, what about X, Y, or Z? Definitely, question mark, type in your question, and then you can end with a question mark too if you want, but you don't need to. And um, when we get to the end of the show, I'll do a little bit more back and forth. Right, and in the meantime, I have to admit... I'm kind of stalling because I'm still a little nervous about the whole crowdsourcing thing because it's a new show and I'm talking about a bunch of games that I have not played, I've just read about or watched videos of, but um, I, I can put it off no longer. The time, it is time. So let's go on ahead and um, yeah, get ready to go. Oh, and let's turn on the overhead that while I'm filming the show, you can see I will not be checking the chat. There are plenty of folks in chat who have been here long enough and they know how it works and can explain that if, you know, if there's a raid, I won't necessarily be able to respond to that. But this is a short segment, so I'll be through it pretty quick. But while I'm doing it, as you can see, um, and that's a reminder up here also, if you have questions, start them with a question mark. Okay, as uh, Popcorn Sweater just did. And I will answer your question, Popcorn Sweater, in due time. Okay. Oh, what the heck? I'll answer it right now. No, I won't. No. I've stalled long enough. Let's do this. Alrighty. Rado runs through logo. <clears throat> Alrighty. <clears throat> Alright, and I go from there to there. Alright. <clears throat> And at this point, you can go ahead and listen to episode three, which is available elsewhere on this podcast feed. Whew. Okay. How was that, folks? I don't think I screwed up. I think I saw the camera glitch a couple of times, and I just sometimes you just got to let it go. I, I'm, my, I'm the most picky about that stuff. I think most audiences don't really care. Just for one frame, there's a weird little glitch. 
Oh, that's a good point. Um, Bass One Mo, you should be doing my job. I bet you those boxes do look really nice lined up in a little collection of six on the shelf. Good point. Okay, let's see here. I, oh, shoot, I just realized I left the Hans Christian Anderson one on screen the whole time for the last, am I going to edit that out or am I just going to live with it? I don't think I had much of a closer. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, I, we're done. That's gone now. I can close the banner file and I can see how everybody's doing. Okay. Uh, it, we're at about an hour in. In an hour and five minutes, we are going to go say hi to Ruel. But before we get to that, I'm going to answer a bunch of questions. Have you folks been an asking any questions? Um, oops, that's the wrong button. Where are you? Questiony questions and thing. It is. Oh, shoot, it's closed. All right, okay, I don't need I don't need all these things anymore. I can close all of these, and thereby, if in fact it's system resources that makes those glitches happen, closing all these tabs is probably a good thing. Having a bunch of tabs all playing videos doesn't help. All right, close tabs to the right. Just give me my uh, chat monitor, good old featured.chat, which I had opened before, but I closed it. Because um, I just obsessively close things, which does not do me any favors at all. Coming over. And look, okay, I see a few questions. Okay, cool, 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 cool. All right. Well, I'll get to that stuff, folks, in, I don't know, about 40 or 50 minutes, depending on how long it takes me. Because, again, a ton of questions came into questions at rotto.com. Okay. Oh, and I see uh, Bagant uh, asking more questions, too. I'll get to that, too. But, uh, uh I don't want to be late for Ruel, who is standing by ready to go live with Star Realms Legacy, which is not the title of it. Oh, I got to look up the title of it. That's going to drive me nuts. Um, Star Realms Rise of Empire. Realms Rise of Empire, which I guess just went live on Kickstarter today. Um, and so you'll be able to watch Ruel and Michelle play it today at noon. That's what we're going to be doing after we're done here. But first, so many questions to answer. And then I'll get to your folks' questions too. Okay. Then, let me just make sure the browser is up. No, that's not the browser. Yeah, that, there's Star Realms Empire. That's what I was just looking at. Let's just keep Board Game Geek at the ready in case I need it. Um, because what I do, folks, uh, people send questions to questionsatraw.com. I take those questions. Boy, what is going on? Why is it taking so long? There we go. All righty. There we go. So that's queued up is the word. I take all the questions the emails, and I copy and paste them into this Word doc I used to just actually have Outlook open. And I would just open the emails. But sometimes people in their SIGs put their email address. And I'm like, ah, I'm I'm doxing people. I'm saying with people's email address. So I realized, okay, to do this, I have to copy and paste the questions out and just put them into one document. And then I just go through it. And so all of these questions are what I'm about to answer a lot. Although it stops right about there. Then we go on to the stuff I'm not recording today. Because there's some game questions that people asked of Jen. And I'm going to record with Jen tomorrow the game questions for her. And also personal questions about Jen's and my life. And our chickens and our whatever might be going on. So I'm not filming any of that today. Today I'm just doing the main, what is literally half of the podcast. Me answering a bunch of questions about games, the game industry, my channel, stuff like that. Um, you know, the on-point stuff. So, it's all queued up. It's ready to go. <clears throat> and you know what? Before we go, before we get to that, let's have a little bit of fun. Let's have a Battle Royale for the subscribers. Battle Royale. Boom. 
And for folks like, what, what does that mean? What is, what is a battle royale? Well, if you subscribe to the show, which you can do for free if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, you get one of these adorable little meeples. And you can use them to fart and hug each other and whatnot. And occasionally, in a given episode, you can also fight to the death. And here we go. Fight! I make a run to the right with my big yellow balloon. I throw down with Feldfan, the ultimate Feld throwdown. And we... As Feld fans, we're Care Bears. We don't fight too terribly long before we move on. Then I, st- I, I stab Dean in the back, and Lilia Storm um, and Billy Pratt and Dean all jump on me. I'm down to half health. I, I stab Billy in the back. I keep on chasing Billy, but now I'm surrounded by everybody again. Boy, I really want to take Billy down super hard, and do I do it? I took down Dean, and no, now who's this? Angle JP? All right, okay, I'm still alive. Nope, okay. Billy Pratt gets his revenge. Best served cold. Um, no, I took out Billy. Wow, but then Engel took me out. Okay, so the fight continues. We got two effects. Looks like Eris. Okay, Eris stands alone with the magic wand coming for Engel because I don't think KC183... KC183 was not long for the world. It's an epic throwdown. It could go either way. Oh my gosh, a health pack lands right in front of Eris. This turns everything around. But Engel gets the bigger hit. This is very close. But is Eris going to get a second health pack? Oh, the fates were shining on you today. May the odds ever be in your favor, Eris. Angle, you've got to run. you got to go get that other health pack. Turn around. Oh, Angle, your carrot is not going to save you. And Eris stands triumphant. All righty. Phew. Uh, there we go. There's the there's victory. So Eris has won 100 gold that they can use to uh, customize and, you know, get a new hairstyle or whatever it might be. Although Eris, um, where, where'd you go? And now everybody's friends again. Everybody. Oh, yeah, no, Eris has already uh, got a nice, uh, got a magic wand, got a cape, got a killer dew. Eris is already looking pretty good. You know, Eris, you can gift that 100 gold to whoever you want. There's a list of commands for your avatars down below, and you can give gold to other people. If you're just sitting on a bunch and you see somebody become a new uh, subscriber, and they get their avatar, gift them your gold if you're not using it so they can start customizing right from the get-go as well. There's like a little economy. Or you can gamble with it. You can play slot machines, and you can duel for it. All kinds of stuff. But anyway, that was all a bunch of silliness. We are done with that now. And so I'm going to bring this back up as a reminder that I'm going to start recording the podcast now and just making sure everything's fine. Let's see. Oh, hey! 53 minutes ago, Terrible Gamer. Oh, I think I already did say thank you. But thank you once again, Terrible Gamer. Uh, you subscribed. You should have been in that fight. I don't think you lasted very long, though. I don't think I saw you anywhere in there. So you were probably, um, got taken out in the early scrum. But stick around. You'll, I mean, we try to do one of those battles every game just because it's silly and fun. You have no control. It's all random. But anyway. And Wessel Lloyd, thank you for resubscribing. Thanks for sticking with the show. We will unlock more stuff soon. Okay. Um, righty. So, I've got my... I'm not, I don't even need the word document. Let's put that up top. Okay. <clears throat> so, I'm not recording the intro today because I don't know what I'm going to say for the intro in case something goes long or I, you know, I have to explain anything. So, I'll record that tomorrow when I after I record everything with Jen. The last thing I record is the intro. So, right now, it's as if we're at minute five going directly into the game questions. We're just kind of jumping right into it, folks. Uh, just in case you are wondering, well, that was kind of abrupt. In the final podcast I put together, which I probably will make live on Thursday, you know, on you'll be able to listen to it on your smartphone or on YouTube or whatever. But today I'm just doing the lion's share of the work, getting ready to edit it all together. <sighs> it's just 
Ooh, just breathe for a little bit. <clears throat> and again, questions, start them with a question mark, and we'll get to your questions after we've hit all of these. <clears throat> and okay, I've got an hour to get this done. I should be able to do that unless I waffle too much like I'm doing right now. So we are done waffling. Here we go. And obviously, episode whatever do you ever, I haven't looked up the number, or 68, I think, is available elsewhere on the podcast feed. So let's skip to after the recording. Okay, folks, I'm done. I just looked over. We have seven minutes. Oh, dear. And I still had all those questions from top. Let's see here. I heard somebody um, with a commiseration in my ear. Thank you about that. Um, yeah, it was really rough a few weeks ago. Um, but I, I, no, I'm, I'm just not going to talk. There's no reason to talk about my mom right now. Uh, I loved her, and I miss her. And she went about the most peaceful, best way anybody could go. Her body has been donated to science, which is what she wanted. So she is still doing good. And uh, let's just see if you had any questions. Not about my mom. Okay, let me, because uh, uh, I promised I would do that. Okay, coming back over here. Feature.chat. Oh my gosh, so many questions came in. Okay, I'm just going to blitz them. Goblin, um, are, the U- are the FedEx freight boxes US only? I believe so. I believe they're only for you. I don't know if even Canadian, North American customers can use. So I, I probably should have mentioned that, that I was a bit cruel waving that in your face because, that man, they are good. Um, yeah, okay. Are you planning on visiting Essen in the coming years? Yeah, I probably will visit Essen, but probably not until Jen and I move back to Europe. I, I can't imagine doing it. It's just too long a flight. Uh, so sometime in the next five years, maybe. Okay. Uh, Bagant says, I noticed you say cool, cool, cool fairly frequently. Are you quoting, uh, quoting Abed or Jake Peralta? I am quoting both. I, um, uh, you know, well, uh, if, if I'm quoting Jake Peralta, I say cool. Cool, 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 cool. Whereas if I just say cool, 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 I'm quoting Abed. For people who don't know, I'm just going to leave it at that. They're, everybody loves inside jokes, but well uh, spotted. Yes, I am totally quoting both of them. Um, all righty. Uh, Corthane, if you and Jen do start the RV traveling dream, will you continue to make board game content? That is one of the big questions to answer. Certainly I can. At the very least, I think to keep the Patreon page going, because there are certain exclusive things, at the very least, I probably still do the exclusive stuff for Patreon backers. And, um, you know, the additional stuff that's covered by Patreon would get doled out to Amy and Maggie and Shay and everybody else. Uh, but I'd probably still do some stuff. But probably it'd mostly be exclusive just for supporters of the show because my main purpose would be to keep those Patreon funds coming in so that that money wouldn't go to me, but instead would go to Kimberly and Ruel and Ryan and everybody else. Because I love the fact, I love the fact that Shay literally makes his living as a board game media person off the income from my channel plus his own. And I want to make more dreams come true like that. So I'd probably continue in some form, but it would be a different form than what I currently do. But we haven't gotten that far yet. Um, Right. In your opinion, is Grand Austrian... You must mean Grand Austrian Hotel. You must have forgotten Hotel Rail Kings. Is it a loser complex for casual gamers? I saw demos at a recent con and want to get it, but I'm not sure if it's a good fit for a casual group. It's crunchy. It is. I would not. I would not say it's a gateway plus game. It is definitely a next level game. Um, the one pro is, if I recall correctly, there is no hidden information in that game at all. Everything is public knowledge. I don't think you have a secret hand of cards, so that helps because you, as the experienced player, can help people when they're overwhelmed. But believe me, they will get so overwhelmed in this game. I just don't think you can do it. Um, 
Maybe. I mean, I did once teach a complete board game novice how to play Dungeon Pets, and she had a great time, but that was one of the toughest teaches I ever had. Okay. Um, let's see. Bagant also says, Have I received my final copy of Planet Unknown? No! I so want it! I need to get a copy of it to evaluate if it's in my top 10 games of 2022. Because I think it could be, but I've only played the prototype. Um... If you do, will there be... Um, is it, yeah, Well, there's no choice about it. It totally makes my top 10 polyominal games of all time. That is definitely something I need to do. But I can't do a top 10 until I actually get to play the final version of Planet Unknown. But no, they have not sent a review copy. I assume they just figured, oh, there's no reason to. I already covered it when it was on Kickstarter. But man, I would love to give that game some more love. I would love to see what additional stuff got thrown in. Okay. Uh, Fem Sensei, of the games you've recently played, how do they rank? Let me just really quickly look... Because we've got, we got a few minutes. Oh, no. I need to go to my Outlook calendar, which I'm not going to share, where I where I keep track of it. Let's see. And I can... Right. I can turn off that. And I can turn off... If I turn off that... Right. So what have we recently played? Most recently, we played Terra Mystica, Merchants of the Seas, plus the Automa, Terracotta Army, Sunshine City... Sky Mines, Dungeons Dice in Danger, Explorers, Rar and Right, and uh, Wormholes, and Almond Ray. Oh man, I could just keep going back. All right, the I'm gonna the the mo- five most recent games I played. I'm gonna do a little mini countdown of those. Except where are we? We're on the 19th, right? Okay. So of the five most recent games I played, I would put Terracotta Army number one, um, Sky Mines number two. Uh, wait, 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 all right, so, one, two, three, four, five, Sunshine City, number three, no, maybe Sunshine City, number two, it's really freaking good, or maybe number three, Explorers, number four, Dungeons, Dice, and Danger, number five, there we go, there's a quickie, 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 of course, you'll get more than just that quickie when I do the next roundup, all righty, um, if you weren't, in the gaming industry, analog or digital, what would you do? I've talked about this before. I've given it a lot of thought. I would probably still do YouTube stuff, but I would do other pop culture content. I would do Marvel TV shows and movies. I would be the positive voice. I would be the guy doing the videos about why the prequel Star Wars movies are fantastic and Last Jedi is the best one of all. I'd probably get a lot of hate viewing. Uh, but I'd probably switch over to doing, you know, movie TV critiquing YouTube channel. I think I'd be pretty good at it. Uh, and mine would stand out because I would be always positive, showing all the good things. One of my favorite YouTube channels is not Cinema Sins, which I hate, but Cinema Wins, which is an, uh, you know, a parody of that. The basically just talks about, look at all these really great things in movies that you hate. Oh, I love that guy. Um, alrighty. Uh, a pineapple on pizza, yay or nay? For me, that's a big nay. I do not like mixing sweet and savory. It's fine. I'll eat it, but I'd rather not. I'd like to eat my sweets and savory separate. But it's okay. It's not as bad as everybody makes it out to be. Um, what is the word on Aqua Garden crowdfunding another expansion in the near future? Uh, do you mean you mean Aquatica? What is Aqua Garden? Bar- Barkerware, I'm sorry. I'm out of time and I don't understand the question. Please come back and ask the question again because I'm out of time. And then what... Uh, Ask Goblin is a franchise I would like to see a movie made of. Obviously, you mean a board game franchise. Do I still have my uh, rank.rada.com open? Ranked.rada. What would I like to see made into a movie? But the things I love don't make for good movies. 
Um, because they're just, it'd be a movie about a, a Renaissance era mental manager, um, trying to deal with logistical problems. Nobody wants to see that at all. Um, although you know what, honestly, honestly, I would love to see a film about subsistence farmer living in a medieval Europe, uh, i.e. Agricola. That would be amazing. Most of the time, whenever you see a historical drama, it's always about the nobles and the rich people. And maybe you get a little bit of upstairs, downstairs with the commoner folk. I want to see more historical drama about the commoner folk. And a a movie that celebrates the highs and lows, it's probably, it's probably going to be depressing, isn't it, though? There probably aren't very many highs. That's the problem. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, a real agricola would probably it would be a work of fantasy if it was to be at all sunny and happy. Ugh. Black Angel? No, Black Angel's really depressing, too. Oh, Dungeon Pets. As in, Dungeon Pets would be a wonderful animated film. That would be pretty cool. Um, yeah. You know what? I would love a Netflix animated series for Aeon's End. I would love that. They have put so much work and thought into that universe. And now that I've played the prequel, the um, past and future, um, you know, a thing that goes into the same level of depth as Attack on Titans, I want to see an Attack on Titans uh, approach to Aeon's End. How about that? That sounds cool, doesn't it? I think it does. That's my answer. I'm sticking to it. But folks, we are done. I got your questions done. And um, it is time to go uh, back to... Uh, you saw me actually putting the question on screen. Sorry about that. Uh, to Ruel. I assume he is standing by. So let me hit the raid button. There he is. Okay, folks. You are definitely going to want to stick around. If you stick around for the raid, you will earn channel points you can use to unlock bonus stuff. And he is going to be playing probably one of the most successful Kickstarters of the year. This game is going to do... I'm calling it now. It's going to do $2.5 million at least. And it just launched today. I don't know how it's done so far. And you can watch Ruel and Michelle play it. And they are going to do a fantastic job. Because when the two of them get together, it is gold. I was watching the two of them play is what wanted me to get Ruel on the channel. So um, stick around and have a fun time with them. And get ready to raid in 3, 2, 1, go! Go, 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 go! Fingers crossed it is going. Uh, let's go to Twitch and confirm it's going. Twitch... Ruel Gaviola. Uh, right, Ruel Gaviola Twitch. It says I'm raiding. And there they are. Okay. It worked. Oh, and he put on the hat. You know there's a raid if Ruel gets his hat on. So, okay, folks, thanks very much for watching. I got to go edit my um, crowdsourcery show together. Talk to you later. See you next week on um, July 26th to uh on july 26th and it would be me and ruel doing another top 10 on the rnr show talk to you everybody so long bye 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 bye